High snap. Griff keeps it himself. Colbert Griff is headed to the sideline. Can he get to the first down? He stays in bounds. Heads up field. Gets a block. Can you catch him? He trips, stays on his feet, and he's down inside the five. Welcome to the Tiger Sports Livestream Network Podcast. Happy Monday, everyone, and welcome to the Tiger Sports Livestream Network Podcast number 16. This has been probably one of the busiest weeks for the family as we've been traveling through vacation. We spent some time out in Colorado, went to Colorado Springs, up in the Estes Park, through the Rocky Mountain National Park, and just had some great time as a family to get away and enjoy the beautiful uh, scenery that is offered out there in Colorado. Made it way back home and spent a day at the state fair on Friday and then we picked up and had some more camping over the weekend. So it's just been a, a nice wind down. So we took the week off from the Tiger Sports Livestream Network podcast last week, but we're picking up with a great podcast this week with Phil Collum of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Before we get into that, I'd just like to thank Mike Doty and York Plague, and Brill Beck for inviting us to the girls softball banquet last night at the high school. It was an honor to sit there and we made a highlight video for them and we were able to see all of the achievements that that team has made, you know, over the, not just the last year, but over the five years of what their improvement was. So that was really cool to sit there and be a part of that. And I hope they enjoy the, the highlight video that we made for them and they could kind of cherish that as a memory as they go forward. Tonight, we're also going to go to the, the boys' baseball banquet. We have a highlight video made up for them, and we can't wait to see what uh, Coach Stenberg has on the plate. And, you know, as always, anytime we get the opportunity to go and be a part of these athletes as they get recognized for their achievements, and not only as individually, but as a team, and, and see them kind of come together, that's always a neat thing for us. And we're, as always, we're always happy to. You know, do the live streaming, bringing that into people's homes. And it's just been one thing that Blake and I have been excited about. And baseball and softball was an absolute uh, 100% change from what either one of us know of football and basketball. And I tell you what, I think we fell in love with it to the fact that we even went to a Major League Baseball game out in Colorado over the weekend. So thank you again for letting us join you into that. Uh, opportunity and you know what we're going to do this afternoon is get right into our podcast that's going to be with Phil Collum. Before we get started let's hear a word from our sponsor Polly Eyes Pizza. Hey there I'm Joey Polly Eye third generation owner of Polly Eyes and Grinnell. Since 1957 we've been serving you the flavors you savor. Dine in, carry out, or pick up our frozen pizzas for a night in. Our promise to you Everything is made from scratch, and we only use the freshest ingredients, guaranteed. Plus, get your kids signed up for our Pax Pals program to get free pizza and shirts. Visit polyeyesgrinnellia.com or ask your server how to sign up. See you soon at Polyeyes Pizza Grinnell on 5th Ave between Maine and Broad Street. Special guests. Okay, welcome into the Tiger Sports Livestream Network podcast number 16. Today I have with us our special guest, Phil Collum, which is with the Perry Lakes Church right here in Grinnell. Uh, Phil, this is kind of an interesting podcast because everyone's probably thinking, why are we talking to a local pastor of a church? (laughs) 
But what people may not know is you are very involved with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes Mm -hmm. for the kids at the high school. And that's probably the biggest reason I brought you in. Yep. But number one, I just want everyone to learn a little bit about you today. Uh, and then we'll get into what the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and how that works inside the, the school system and what your involvement is with that. So mm-hmm. why don't you just give us a heads up of, of who you are, where you came from, where you went to school at, where you went to college. And as we talked a little bit before we started, college was in a, a two-step thing for you. So give us a little background on who Phil is. Yeah, so uh, Phil is a uh, – <laughs> grew up in Ohio. Uh, I'm an Ohio State Buckeye. Uh, at heart, and I know all the Iowa fans or Cyclone fans that are listening are probably already booing, but I uh, grew up in Ohio, and uh, when I was in fifth grade, moved out to uh, right here in Iowa, up in uh, Mason City, and uh, graduated from North Springs Rock Falls, which is just east of Mason City, a small school. Small school, yeah. Graduated with a class of 37. Wow. So, uh, definitely small, and uh, went to Nyack after... Uh, after high school, North Iowa Area Community College there in Mason City for two years. And uh, in the midst of there, kind of had a little uh, change of heart when it came to what my future was going to look like uh, and decided to pursue ministry, which is what I currently do. And so I transferred to uh, North Central University in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, and uh, attended there for three years and graduated from there and uh, went on to pastor right away uh, out in Indiana for a couple of years and then moved back to Iowa. And uh, that's how I got connected with Prairie Lakes Church. So, wow, that's quite a stretch. Yeah. So, uh, it, so back in, let's go, let's dive back into high school a little bit. What was uh, so obviously your career change was was it in college that you decided to pursue the ministry, or in high school was that even a thought? Uh, no, in high school it wasn't. Actually, growing up, I always told my dad, who was a pastor. Uh, that I'd never follow in his footsteps. And uh, I actually uh, had a really big heart to pursue accounting. I uh, wanted to be an accountant. Uh, took a few accounting classes in high school and just absolutely fell in love with it. So that's what I started out um, in college uh, pursuing was to do an accounting degree. Had it all set up, and then in between my freshman and sophomore year of college is where I just had a change of heart and felt uh, a different pole and a different tug in was a it, direction. Was it influences of people, mentors, coaches, or something, people that you were around or just – didn't like the drive uh, or the direction that you were going at that time uh it really there was an event in minnesota just a bunch of christian concerts and i was there and uh it was really a late night just kind of uh one of the small stages just had a worship set and i just went over and i just uh kind of was there and in the midst of just being there uh, it was really where i felt a tug to go in a different direction just felt like uh, what I was pursuing uh, was not the right direction uh, that I should be pursuing. And so that was kind of where the change of heart took place. Well, being around, I- involved in our Christian church, uh, I've seen that a lot as we travel with the boys and go to different conferences. It's, it definitely, there's things like that that are movements for everyone. I yeah. mean, I, I've been at places and, and seen adults that go as sponsors and have a whole different outcome. So yep. I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> about there. Yep. Uh, why are you in high school? What type of sports and activities were you involved in? Yeah, so I played uh, basketball, golf, and baseball. Those are my three main sports, and I played everything with all that I had. So <laughs> Now my my involvement, I think, of what a lot of the, the Grinnell School District knows you as, mm-hmm. as a basketball coach. Yep. Uh, you've taught 
you coached both of my boys, and I think there's probably what four or five years that you were a th- yeah three years three years Eighth as grade, a coach school basketball coach. Uh, yep. so influencing some young young athletes in the middle school and just being around them and being influential into them yep. which everyone everyone my two boys both say that you're at, you're at the top of the list as one of their favorite <laughs> coaches coming up so that's always positive and, yeah. and I know as a parent to work with you that's always been a good thing but you're not only just a basketball coach you are also you coach at the college too I, sh- I sure do I coach baseball at the college uh, so I'll put this tough question on you what is your what is your love in a sport is it baseball or is it basketball uh, it would be baseball uh, that was my prime passion uh, as I grew up throughout high school that was my first love um, I poured everything that I had into baseball, um, and so that's always been something that I've loved, continued to pursue. Uh, I actually got to play baseball in college as well, um, and so yeah, I've just continued to love the game of baseball. That's so I know that as the type of person you are now, that you never, I would never hear you go out and brag and say that you were this or that. But I did, I did go back and uh, <laughs> I, I dug up some stuff on you that I think that for anyone that is wants to know that the facts I found that you were a two-time first team all-conference first team all-district player and honor mental all-state so you weren't just played baseball but you were a pretty good baseball player too so that's 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 pretty cool when I think you know we talked to baseball players this last season Mm -hmm. and they always talk about what is what was influential to them and they said that the way that a person coaches but their respect level goes up two or three notches knowing that that coach played at a college level and they were good in high school and good in college so mm-hmm. i'm not throwing that out there to make you stand up on a podium <laughs> any, any taller you are because i respect you 100 percent. but i think you know just to, to throw that out that there's you had some accolades as you grew up and um, it also says that you went on to uh, in college you were a considered a let me get this right a division two hank burbridge unlimited unlimited potential award winner in the national christian college athletic association 2007 and then you were also named to the all tournament team in 2007 for division Mm two so it didn't stop in high school you went on to be a good player even in college so I, I think from my standpoint that I liked you a lot before we even had this interview, but <laughs> not that I like you. I do like you. I like you more, but just for what you're doing with the kids here. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's go one step on to what is your current role. You, mm-hmm. you said you're campus minister right here at yep. Prairie Lakes. What's that function like for yourself on a day-to-day job? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm a campus pastor uh, here at Prairie Lakes Church, and we're a multi-site church, so uh, we have multiple locations uh, across Iowa. So really what my role is here in Grinnell is I oversee our congregation uh, here. So my day-to-day operations would be like what most people think a pastor would do. Um, The one thing that I don't do uh, on a weekly basis is I don't have to prepare a message. Um, So we have three main teaching pastors uh, at our Cedar Falls campus. And so what that allows me to do is just be able to uh, constantly build relationships, to be able to shepherd uh, our congregation, and uh, to really just help them take next steps uh, in their Christian walk. And so that's really the, the main 
part of my role. I also oversee student ministries here uh, at our campus and oversee obviously some other uh, smaller ministries uh, as well. But uh, that's really my role. And then I supervise uh, the staff that we have here at our campus as well. So directly or indirectly, you do have quite a bit of contact with the youth Mm-hmm. of the families that go to Prairie Lakes. Yeah, sure do. So mm-hmm. that gives you not a one-up, but I know of, of all the churches, you know, they all talk about, you know, involvement of our youth all the way across. And there is quite a bit of interaction of all churches when it comes back to, you know, the youth being together. And I think yep. that's a, a strong part of our community is, you know, trying to have that that movement with those kids. Yep. Um, as we talked about, you, you had your coaching inside the, the high school and in the college. Mm-hmm. Did that, uh, I guess, were you working with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes before that point, or is that what kind of brought you know, coaching and being around the kids and then the opportunity to come up for the fellow Christian athletes? Yeah, so really I've always had a desire to coach. Um, you know, ever since growing up, probably even when I was in high school, one, because I had a great coach uh, that I respected and I just wanted to be able to kind of do that when I grew when I grew up as well so the opportunity just kind of arose for that to happen I was probably involved in fellowship of Christian athletes before I started coaching Um, I got involved at the high school kind of when I moved here seven years ago um, when I moved to Grinnell and uh, got connected Uh, former football coach Mac Jorth uh, who oversaw fellowship of Christian athletes I had a great relationship with him and uh, he invited me to just become and uh, have a part in that and uh, when he moved away uh, I kind of took the reins at the high school uh, the fellowship Christian athletes so really I've been involved almost all seven years uh, that I've been uh, here in Grinnell okay so with that being said I know that there's quite a few people saying all right what does it really mean Mm -hmm. so I guess in in your words and it's not really your words the fellowship Christian athletes is a group that's all the way across the United States but why don't you give a little bit of explanation of who you are, what you do, and what is the mission of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes? Yeah, so Fellowship of Christian Athletes is really, it's an organization and it's a platform that utilizes athletics uh, to share uh, the good news of Jesus. Uh, That's really uh, what it's about. And uh, just provides a space for students to be able to come to hear about Jesus, uh, talk about sports, uh, and how that can even relate uh, to your Christian walk. And so that's really the desire of Fellowship of Christian Athletes, even when you look at it from the national spectrum. Uh, And uh, we have a great organization even right here uh, in Iowa. Uh, We have great leaders in the Des Moines area that oversee uh, the Iowa FCA and even just our South Central kind of uh, area as well that just uh, help pour resources into us to be able to, you know, accomplish what we want to. Um, And so that's really, you know, the idea of Fellowship of Christian Athletes. What are some of the main activities? Like, so as as you... I know you're a teacher here within the church, but Mm -hmm. as you set your lesson plan for what FCA is going to look like Mm -hmm. for the school year or for the whole year, if you could try to bond those kids for a whole year, what what does a, a plan look like that you go into a school year with? Yeah, so really we have a leadership team uh, that's just comprised of students. Uh, and, and ultimately FCA within the school is really a student-led organization. I'm there really to support and encourage and to just kind of help guide uh, those students and how they lead. So ultimately we plan out an entire year where that leadership team kind of takes upon the reins. Like they're the ones who are preparing uh, kind of the lesson or the devotional uh, for every single time that we meet. And uh, they give it. 
but I'm there to just help coach them and to be able to provide, you know, any different direction that they might need to go uh, with what they prepared. But yeah, so that's kind of as we plan. And then we just really try to plan certain events or, or certain things. We'll just bring students together. Um, and, and those aren't necessarily like what people will call Christian events, but we do fun things. Like we've done uh, powder puff football before with uh, girls playing flag football. We've done powder puff volleyball. Uh, where guys try to play volleyball, which is just <laughs> fun to watch and, and, and see. But we've had dodgeball tournaments. Uh, we've done three-on-three basketball tournaments. Just really a, a lot of fun for students to just engage, uh, but also just hopefully that we can just have a positive impact, even through just small, fun events like that. Right. On Is this a weekly basis you meet or a bi-weekly or how often? Yeah, so we meet, we meet on a weekly basis. Um, there's probably certain uh, weeks that we take off just due to whatever the school schedule uh, is for that week but for the most part we meet every single week and uh, we've recently um, or pretty much since I started we, we meet on Friday mornings uh, at about 7:20 in the Kriegel gym that might change a little bit uh, for this upcoming school year because the school schedule is changing potentially a little bit but uh, we're going to navigate that and find the right time and the right place to be able to meet uh, as we head into 2019-2020 school year. All right how how many kids I mean is it something that as a group collectively, do you start with like a, your nucleus and then, I mean, is it a free will or do these kids go out and just by word of mouth, if someone has an interest, is that how they come and be a part of FCA? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we have around 15 to 20 students. Uh, we have about five on our leadership team and uh, a lot of it has been word of mouth or people who have just heard about FCA and just know that we offer an FCA uh, at the Grinnell High School. Um, The cool part about Grinnell is we not only offer FCA at the high school, we offer FCA at the middle school. And uh, so uh, with Anthony Newsma out at the middle school leading that FCA, uh, he has a great voice to be able to any eighth graders that are coming up to be, you know, freshmen, uh, he's able to promote that and allow them to know that, hey, uh, this doesn't just happen here at middle school. You have an opportunity to be engaged as well at the high school. And so uh, once kind of people get into FCA and they're a part of the group, yeah, it's really just kind of word of mouth. Hey, we, we encourage our, our kind of core nucleus or, or our group to be invitational. Uh, really, we just want people to come in, uh, feel accepted, and to be able to just hear uh, a little bit about Jesus on a Friday morning. Which I know just – we'll switch back over to middle school just for a few minutes for the parents that may have a question or may be interested. I know Mm -hmm. some of the events Anthony has scheduled is like an overnighter where they arrange for all the logistics to take the kids up to the YMC Mm -hmm. overnight. That's one of their main activities. And then after it seemed like, I don't know if it's every home football game, but he would arrange that to get the kids to go somewhere other than be on the streets or going to someone's house, invite, it was open. It, it went above and beyond just your FCA group mm-hmm. to come to a church and play games and activities that would uh, dreadfully, I would say, to midnight or 1230 <laughs> in the morning that I would get the phone call to come and pick Tyler up. But yep. I knew that he was in a safe spot and around good people yeah and that's that's really a collective work of multiple churches here in our community that it, it's called fifth what they've called fifth quarter yes, so really exactly. after the football fourth quarter of the football game they invite uh, middle school students to come hang out and just have a safe place to just uh, enjoy and build community and build relationships 
but that that's also kind of is that that would be a start of the middle school FCA of, of yeah the, kids yeah they probably in, promote through yeah. a little bit of that um, but yet it's also just promoted through a lot of the youth groups in in the community well I know that that was one thing of our young when they were growing up it mm-hmm. was nice to be around yep um, all right another one on the list here is do you have to be an athlete to be involved no you don't um, it is called Fellowship of Christian Athletes uh, a lot of what we uh, kind of the platform is athletics, uh, but if you're not an athlete, come and join us. Come and join us. We, it's really it's an open group, uh, really to just come and hear about Jesus. I mean that's that's what we, what we wanted to be. But everybody, so they're they're comfortable and don't have to turn their head or say, "Do you know about Jesus?" No, we want to talk about it out loud yep. and yep. and and have all the grace of God to go with it. That's that's really good, and I think. You know, for parents and kids that are listening, that's good to know mm-hmm. because a lot of times they they either might have a faith that they don't want to talk about or, you know, their parents are driving them one way or the other is you could come and, and talk about it and, and maybe expand about it and have more questions. Yep. So that's that's really a great thing I think that's out there. Yeah. Uh, all right. When does it start? Is it always just the school year, or is it something that you're trying to incorporate the to hold on to people all year round if they want to be involved in it? Yeah. So we start it you know, towards the beginning of the school year. Um, we we don't usually do it within the first week or two. We let students get adjusted uh, to the start of the year as they get adjusted to new classes and schedule. Um, but after that, we kick off and uh, we go throughout the school year. Is what we do. We don't really do anything during the summer. Uh, we know kids are just bouncing around from here to there and everywhere during the summer and so we try to utilize just the school year and it's a great great schedule for us uh, to be able to just kind of incorporate that right into uh, what they do during the school year. Now with the the group of you said you try to have a leadership team Mm -hmm. Uh, I know that you're probably there guiding but is there any type of like outside conferences that they have the ability to go to like a weekend or something that helps them maybe mature themselves or give them a little bit more uh, leadership skills, say if they want to pursue ministry or anything above and beyond their high school education? So there are some FCA leadership uh, conferences that are available. Um, probably about three years ago, we sent a few students. Uh, it happened during the summer, uh, and they took the opportunity to take a three-day trip uh, over to the Chicago area and engage in a FCA leadership uh, kind of camp and uh, that's been opportunities Uh, it's really when we hear about those um, because it hasn't seemed like it's happened over the last couple of years at least not that we've heard so um, the hope is that we can provide opportunities for for these leaders to grow in their leadership ability uh, and to really make an impact amongst their peers I mean that's really the ultimate idea to really have this leadership team that they can take steps grow in their leadership grow in their confidence and be able to just propel as they walk through high school do you see it more that so you're you're bringing freshmen in people who are in eighth grade uh is your leaders always seniors or is it just whoever wants to be strong and and step up right away and and take that role yeah so it used to be only juniors and seniors Uh, that was really kind of the target Uh, one they've been involved they've been invested they've been engaged with fca uh, for already a couple of years and so we've we've seen the commitment level from them Uh, recently we've shifted that to kind of maybe even add some sophomores because there's some sophomores that are just uh 
have the maturity to be able to lead really, really well, uh, and people look up to them. And so um, really from a standpoint of a freshman walking in, they're probably not even wanting to really be a part of that at that spot, you know, as right. they're kind of walking to high school for the first time. And so, but once they've been a part of it for a year, uh, we say, hey, if you would like to be a part of this, um, you're welcome. And so it's really just a process of kind of, you know, saying, hey, I, I would desire to to be a part of the leadership team and uh, you know I, I have a conversation with them and kind of allow them to know the expectations and what that looks like uh, it's kind of like interviewing for a job uh, right. in a nutshell uh, but it's really to just hold the standard of leadership uh, within FCA well as we we talked about when we were kind of lining up this podcast is I, I thought it'd be interesting that we do it two parts mm-hmm. number one is to throw out there I don't want to say the carrot but I, I do think there's a lot of parents that don't know about FCA. Mm -hmm. And then part two is to have some kids going into this school year thinking about the opportunities that they could have in FCA. Mm -hmm. But the the actual part two of this is, is after we get going into the school year, is we're gonna sit down with two or three or four, I I, I bring five or six, we have mics that we could spin all over the place. And to sit down with your leadership or the kids that you choose to bring in, Mm -hmm and ask some more questions about what does it do for them as number one students? How do they feel about what they're doing as in this fellowship of Christian athletes leadership role? Mm -hmm. And if there's any questions that someone has out there for them that hopefully they come out to them and ask them before that time comes. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's kind of the intent of this two part. So as, as everyone's listening, uh, once the school year gets rolling and we get, kind of isolated down and we figure out when they can meet we'll come back and bring them back in here and give you part two of this podcast um i know before we started we discussed a little bit about the activities of like the dodgeball the Mm -hmm. the activities that is there any major activity i know everyone's hears about on tv or the radio of uh you know, faith in the field or, or meeting at Flake. Does Grinnell Fellowship Christian Athletes, do they participate in that right here? Yeah, so there's two kind of big national uh, days uh, when it comes to kind of the Christian faith and, and involving students. And, and one is usually in September. It's called See You at the Pole, uh, where it's really just a morning uh, before school starts. Just gather around your flagpole uh, at the school and just pray. Pray for your school, pray for your community, and pray for the leaders of the school district. Um, And uh, so that's one of them. And then the second one happens in October. Uh, And this year it's going to be October 9th, uh, which is the national day. Um, And it's called Fields of Faith. And uh, we host it uh, out on TT Cranny Field. And uh, if it rains, we just move it inside because it doesn't really matter what field uh, or court we're on. Uh, But, yeah, it's really an event for for all. um, We invite all the churches to be a part. Um, just join in on a, on a Wednesday night uh, at 7 p.m. and just come and have a night uh, on the field where we just share uh, and uh, just join together. And that's that's adults, youth, that's everything. Yeah, so we invite all the youth groups to be a part. Adults can come and and, and enjoy and be a part of it. Yeah, we don't we don't shy away from which Wednesday night for the way. most part is is uh, church night. Yep. per se in, in the Grinnell School District. So. Mm-hmm. You, you have your all your local churches that are available to come. But, you know, just so everyone that does know, that's something that when that time comes, you said October 9th. October 9th, yeah. Uh, that are following the Tiger Sports Livestream Network. We will go ahead and pass that on. We'll tweet that out so everyone knows exactly when that is because, mm-hmm. you know, we, we'd like to be there and be a part of that. Yep. And, 
and support everything that our, our local churches are doing, and let alone the, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, uh, what about if somebody, I mean, obviously the time to actually put this together, you're donating your time or volunteering your time. Um, is there any type of funding or, or any stuff that that's needed to help Fellowship of Christian Athletes successfully run? I mean, I know you talked about the dodgeball, the the three-on-three basketball. Is is there anything of funding that you need to make that stuff run, or is it all just volunteer word of mouth and it, it happens? Yeah, so most of it yeah, is volunteer run, um, and really our leadership team takes the, the reins of running all those types of events. As far as funding goes, uh, usually when we're talking about like powder puff football or powder puff volleyball, Uh, dodgeball, those types of events. I mean, what we do is just a fundraiser to allow us uh, to continue. And really, ultimately, it just pays for the donuts uh, on a Friday morning for for the kids to enjoy as we meet together, uh, as we just charge each student just three bucks uh, to be able to participate in that event. But all that just goes back to FCA to just be able to provide uh, what we do on a Friday morning. So that's really the investment. that it takes now we we do kind of there are a couple of organizations that just help sponsor fca across our community whether that's the high school or the middle school or the college and uh so uh, and so those organizations kind of step up and, and help us out in that way so if there was anyone that wanted to help and give extra mm-hmm. they could just contact you yep, and, contact and, me and, we'll and help out in that side yep, of it. put them in the right direction okay well i think that my my list is covered. So what I usually do before I, I end things on podcasts, and, and usually when Blake and I are together doing a podcast, Blake had an appointment this afternoon as he prepares for college and starts moving along. We tag team each other. So when the guy we're interviewing or gal we're interviewing, you feel real beat up. So you only got half of the beat up today. But before I leave, is there of anything I talked about or anything I missed, is there anything that you want to say about the FCA program that I may have missed or just uh, uh, for kids that are listening, if they want to come out and be a part of FCA or parents, if they have any questions of who they could contact, this is your open door, Phil. Yeah, we just invite anybody to come to FCA, uh, whether it's at the middle school or the high school. Um, we'll, we'll make sure to communicate the times and, and where we're going to meet, and, you know, so make sure to pay attention to the announcements as school starts But as we finalize those things. But we encourage come out, be a part, uh, come have some fun, come eat some free food, whether it's going to be donuts or if it's later in the day, we'll have some other, you know, uh, food provided. But, uh, you know, come out and uh, be a part. And uh, really, we just we want to make a positive impact uh, in the midst of the school system and our community uh, from a Fellowship of Christian Athletes standpoint. So, you know, if you're listening, uh, we'd love to have you be a part. Parents, encourage your your students to uh, come be a part. And uh, we're excited uh, for the 2019-2020 school year. Well, and I will add to that that for parents, you parents and kids both, you do not have to belong to a church. You do not if you have questions about what your beliefs are. Yep. This door is wide open. Yep. You don't you don't have to be tied to any type of a religion. This is a group of kids that are meeting together and and talking about at free will that Jesus is there mm-hmm. and what he could do for their lives. Yep. So, Phil, thank you very much for taking the time out of your busy day. It, it's the end of the day. So, <laughs> uh, we will get together once school gets started and good luck with everything you're doing on the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and 
again, our, our friendship goes beyond this podcast. So thank you for being there and being a friend. Yeah. And uh, we'll look forward to hearing from you and the kids probably in a month or two. Sounds great. So, Thanks for the opportunity to be a part. Thank you, Phil. Hey there, I'm Joey Polyi, third generation owner of Polyi's and Grinnell. Since 1957, we've been serving you the flavors you savor. Dine in, carry out, or pick up our frozen pizzas for a night in. Our promise to you, everything is made from scratch, and we only use the freshest ingredients, guaranteed. Plus, get your kids signed up for our Pax Pals program to get free pizza and shirts. Visit PolyEyesGrinnellIA.com or ask your server how to sign up. See you soon at Polyeyes Pizza Grinnell on 5th Ave between Main and Broad Street. Thank you, Phil, for coming in and taking a minute to uh, visit with us. I guess you didn't come in with us. We sit down in, inside of the Prairie Lakes Church to visit with you about what is going on on the side of the Fellowship Christian Athletes. If anyone has any questions or comments uh, regarding Fellowship Christian Athletes, please reach out to Phil or even contact the high school. Uh, they could get you in contact with him to get your kids involved with that group. Thank you again for joining in listening to the podcast. If you have any suggestions or someone that you'd like us to reach out and have an interview with on our weekly podcast, please shoot me an email over. You can always listen to us on our website at www.tigersLSN.com or just follow us on Twitter. We'll seem to get the information out to that. And again, look forward to the baseball banquet tonight. And thank you again, Mike Doty, for inviting us to the softball banquet last night. This is Dan Walker with the Tiger Sports Livestream Network podcast. This production is a copyright of the Tiger Sports Livestream Network. Any use of this podcast or material from it is prohibited without the permission of the Tiger Sports Livestream Network.